Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, you're listening to My Millennial Money, and you're about to hear probably the best episode we've ever done and probably ever will do. And do you know why? Why? Because I'm on it. Asha. <laughs> the voiceover guy. I'm more than that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Welcome, Asha. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming. It has. <laughs> Welcome, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. You happy now, Aaron? You got to have but, yes, me on the show. Yes, I am. I've been asking for this for months. Have you been the person emailing Glenn every week? <laughs> yeah. to get me get on? Asha on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. That's been a great show. We'll um, see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, you can get me at, me on Instagram at... Uh, no, I won't do that. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. So, remember, for those who are listeners on the show, not the one night standers, but who are, you know, keen on always listening and wanting to get involved. Here for the relationship. Here for the... Uh, Monogamy is that how you say it? Monogamy. Well, that's a type of relationship. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> you can go through the other ones if you like. Can you educate me? <laughs> well, there's, there's monogamy. There's polygamy. Right. I guess that's all I know. Actually, yeah. So for the committed ones, our Facebook group, um, jump in there, uh, and if you just like a bit of fun stuff, we're on Instagram. And remember. Um, in February, we're launching My Millennial Money Express, mm-hmm. which is the um, the No Banter podcast. I saw that today. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. jump on and subscribe uh, because when we launch, we want everyone to be subscribed so we can make a big splash. Um, so, that would be sweet. And a special thank you again to Glee Coffee for supporting the show. Mm-hmm. You know, without them, we probably would still be here, but without them. <laughs> Just not as caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> but not as caffeinated. And um, it just helps a little bit having a bit of support, doesn't no, it? it does. Pretend we've been like single parents and... Pretend. We're... <laughs> Ooh. Where's, where's the... Yeah, ready? <laughs> that's the wrong one. That's, that's, that's the wrong right. one. Um... <laughs> so, pretend we've been single parents... You know, we're doing all right, but now we've got support. So, Glee Coffee Oh, is that where this is going? Oh, I was wondering, like, what he was talking about. I thought the topic was something different. I have no experience in this area. No, no. Um, But that's fine. And uh, you can jump onto gleecoffee.com.au. And if you order any coffee products anywhere around Australia, use the promo code M3 and they'll ship it to you. If you want to do the coffee subscription, so one rocks up at your house or your office every week. I need that. Do it. And it's the promo code M3. So thank you to Glee. You're listening to My Millennial Money. We're obviously editing this bit out, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we're keeping it. Okay. Asha. Yep. Maggie goes on maternity leave. 
Who's, in, who's Maggie? Some chick. Okay. Uh, let's just say my wife's name's Maggie. Yep. <laughs> Are we keeping her anonymous? No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, she goes on maternity leave for a year. She's yep. a career woman. You just said she's a school teacher. Mm-hmm. You're a career guy. Apparently. Yeah. Are you throwing money in her super for that year or 18 months that she's off work? Um, is it, I mean, is it the best thing to do? Like, I would it, say no. Is it financially smart to do? Well, and this was the thing. It's a very, see, personal finance, like onto that question about that we talked about last episode, mm-hmm. personal finance is personal. You can do what you want, mm-hmm. but just use a bit of logic and critical thinking behind it. Because the same thing, and I'll play this uh, recording now, and she makes a good point. Hi, Glenn. My name's Pam. And just to preface this, I'm actually a financial planner. I just wanted to add um, an extra thought to the question about the wife wanting the husband to add to her super when she was off on maternity leave. Um, So my husband and I actually do this. Now, I was off work for six years um, while we had our two children. And initially, we didn't do anything about it. I didn't worry about it. But in the last year, what we've been doing is my husband adds the 3000 to my super as a spouse contribution, gets the tax deduction. And then because I've only gone back to work a couple of hours a week, so I'm not earning very much, I get um, I add $1,000 of my own money. Um, and then I get the $500 bonus from the government as a low income earner. So the super contribution from the government. Um, so that's just a thought. Perhaps your person might want to consider three thousand from hubby, thousand from self as personal contribution, to then get the five hundred from the government contribution. Um, in fairness, we have no consumer debt. We've just got mortgages, and so we see this as part of our overall investment strategy. And again, because I'm a financial planner, we're looking long, 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 long term, and um, trying to max out how much we can get into our super because we see that as a family investment. Don't see that as something as my husband has to do. It just forms part of our investment strategy. Um, So yeah, this is just an extra thought, extra take um, on that particular question. Um, So yeah, thanks Glenn, love the show. Um, Have a great day, bye. So I think for me then, I mean, the thing about finance for me anyway, is that I rely on the sound advice of other people mm. as somebody who is, I guess, for one, inherently uninterested in things, money, yeah. other than spending it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm good at that. And if... Yeah. Oh, not someone, else had, a, someone else had a go at me. You sent me a message on Instagram that I don't appeal to anyone because I spend $140 on that kettle. 140 bucks on a kettle? Yeah. Haven't you seen the red kettle in there? No, no, not that one. Oh. My Le Creuset blue one over the gas stove top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Le Creuset makes some of like the best kitchenware out there. I know. I'll be like, like if you want okay, to... over a 10-year period, I'll probably save money. Like if you're reading a recipe and it says to cook it in a Dutch oven, you should be buying a Le Creuset. Yeah. But anyway. Obviously. It's just Who doesn't a, know Sorry, that? it was sidetracked. Anyway. That's right. Um, so yeah, for me, like finance is something that I have to trust the advice on other people about. So yep. people such as financial advisors. Mm. And the second thing is that it needs to be pretty mindless for me. Yeah. Right now, the way that Maggie and I run things is it's all automated. Everything just happens automatically. Yeah. And really, I have to not Who helped you much. initially? Uh, I think it was Aaron. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yes, I have to pay everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's my advice. And that's interesting because if Maggie uh, fell pregnant tomorrow, mm-hmm. we probably wouldn't put any money in Maggie's super because we've got a goal of saving for a house. Mm. 
Well, that's exactly right. So I was about to say, for me personally, it becomes a bit of a different conversation because for some reason I see myself young enough to not have to think about Super ever. Mm. And because I have to think about Maggie and myself, yeah. I don't have, I guess, that extra uh, uh, providing mm. uh, providing pressure of uh, you know, a, a child or something like that to yeah. really think about the Super stuff. For me, it's like... How can I just make sure that we can keep living the way we're living, but mm. Maggie not be working at that time? Yeah. So, uh, so it's it's a valid thing, uh, but I will say just to clarify on the language that um, the listener Pam it was Pam, wasn't it? Pamela. P- panned. Pan. Pan. P a n m. Is that right? Panem. Okay. Um, so, just to clarify on the language, when she said, "I put a thousand dollars from my money into my super account to get the government co-contribution," mm-hmm. it can be a joint bank account from the husband and wife or the same-sex couple or whatever to that girl who roasted me online. (laughs) It can be the same bank account for the... It can be a joint bank account between the spouses. So, it doesn't actually need to be your your money. It just needs to go into the super allocated that way. Yep. So, there you have it. Spouses, partners, couples. Same-sex or not. Do what you want. Irrelevant. Co-people. Co-people. And someone actually made a comment, um, and it might have been Pam. No, she replied to my email. What if the husband got made redundant and was out of work for a year? Yeah, like would she be expected to... Contribute to his super? Uh, Yes. (laughs) There you go. Hell no. But it's good that we're talking about this because there are strategies and... Absolutely, we need to build wealth for the future. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. financial planning land, it's like, what's the most tax effective? What's the most yep. bang for our buck? And it might be part of the strategy. Hey, let's pump her super while she's off work, for example, mm-hmm. as an actual financial planning strategy. But you, would, you won't be doing that if you've got credit card debt. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All that. So, cash only brings pain, doesn't it, Asha? Pain, but pleasure. Pain. Pleasurable pain. <laughs> Pleasurable, Pleasurable pain. pain. Yes. Whatever that is. Uh, sadism, I believe. Yes. Or masochism, perhaps. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cut that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't. <laughs> right. um, so, Aaron. Yes. For your benefit, I wanted Astra on the show, f- um, not just because he's the voiceover person. Oh. Um, oh, you didn't know why I was here? No. <laughs> oh. No, he likes to surprise me. You oh, know, I was right. talking to someone on my drive here. Yeah. And they said, what's the topic for the podcast tonight? I said, I have no idea. Glenn likes to just lure me in and then shock me when I get here. Are we talking about podcasts? Yes. <laughs> so, did you know I was coming at all? I knew you were coming. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got that much. Yeah. I just figured you were replacing John. Mm, kind of. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone. John's not here. You haven't noticed? <laughs> Sorry, John. I've also taken on his business. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for that, John. Appreciate yeah. it. Ash is now a property coach. Uh, oh, my God. That is so bad. Oh, oh uh, yeah, buy it. Yeah, oh. buy it. I don't care. Whatever. Can you pay me? <laughs> so, the reason... Let's walk everyone through, Asher. Yourself and Maggie are saving for a house. Uh, yes, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. A couple of weeks... So, you had a car that you owned outright, which was mm-hmm. worth... How much did you pay for it? I paid... $8,300 for it. Yeah. And it was an awesome early 90s or early 2000s. Uh, well, I can explain it if you like. Please. A few car people out there. It yeah. was a 2002 E39 530i M Sport, which... Uh, it's BMW. 
Right. That's, oh, sorry. That's a BMW. Yeah. Yep. And so he had this car paid with cash mm-hmm. and he owned it and they had about 20 grand-ish yep. saved. A mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago, that dirty hailstorm, oh. or a couple of months ago now, whatever, yep. trashed the car and the insurance company wrote it off. Did you know my car got trashed in that? Is that why you're telling this story? No, but take notes. Okay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and check it twice yep. if you're writing notes. So what notes. I did was yeah. I got a, like a spherical ice cube yep. and just bashed holes yep. into it to make sure it <laughs> that got written off. Yeah. Yep. That old trick. That old chestnut. So a couple Is of this the one just before Christmas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, was it? one's in December. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, yep. a couple Same. of weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So you guys have both got done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Asha called me a couple of weeks ago and he's like, oh, what do I do? Uh, I'm like, well, first you come and get a coffee with me so we can have some coffee um, and talk us through the what was in your mind mm-hmm. um, with the car being written off and you effectively having eight grand in cash. Yeah. I guess a good place to start is- As well as mm-hmm. the 20 grand savings. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess a good place to start is, uh, so yeah, found out the car would be written off. The agreed value was $8,000. I wasn't really thinking too clearly at the time, but they don't give you $8,000. Well, some insurance companies, insurance company won't. Yeah. So they deduct the excess from that and they deduct a few other things as well. And I was basically left with probably say $5,000. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, Yeah, it's great. Good news. What's Um, the other things they take off? um, So they, uh, at that point, I was paying off the insurance monthly and because I haven't paid the premium in full, uh, they deduct the rest oh, of the, the year. Oh, yeah, right. sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, tip out there for everyone else. And then. See, they don't tell you this stuff. I had no idea about that. No, no, not at all. And they didn't tell me until I think the third phone call. But that's fine. I'm not going to rubbish anybody in public. No. Um, Was it NRMA? No. <laughs> I actually don't know who it was. I was just trying. I was just fishing. It was a fishing. I you looking for sponsors. You just want to oh, yeah. Keep your doors open. Yeah, sorry. No, it was uh, whoever NRMA's biggest rival is. Right. Yeah, we'll rubbish them. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, they take away things like uh, whatever's remaining off your registration when you cancel it as well. You get that given back to you by the RMS in New South Wales. Sure. But um, yeah, so that gets taken away from Anyway, so what? A, yeah, so there's a whole chunk of stuff. Yeah. That- a whole bunch of stuff and it's annoying yeah. and whatever. So. Yeah. I got about five grand to play with from the insurance company. Um, I have about 20 grand in the bank. And I guess for context, I'm a car person. Yeah. And he was car happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was very happy with the car. It's the sort of car that would last me for the next 10 years and I'd be happy for, to drive it. And I, yeah. feel like, I feel like I've lost a personal friend and that's fine. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah. So, you're a car person. So, you yeah. were looking at purchasing a new car using debt. Uh, purchasing... It was as a used car. Yes, sorry. A new car for you. For, for new car money. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm a car person. Yeah. I made uh, a solemn vow to my wife on our wedding day that uh, I would never drive a boring car. <laughs> um, boring. Being, for you? For, for me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You know, that means lots of different things. But, yeah, I'm the sort of person that, yeah, if I get the opportunity to spend money on something that I like, I oh, yeah, your car, then I try to, yeah, I want to go all out. So, I found something I liked. Yeah. It was... Probably, in hindsight, a lot more than I should have been spending. So, I was looking at spending yep. about $40,000. But having said that, it was within my guidelines. Yep. So, anyone who says to me, how much do I spend on a car? I just go, go to sortyourmoneyout.com forward slash cars, knock yourself out as long as it's within those guidelines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, re- I reread that post because I've read it a few times because yep. I'm always thinking I need a new car when I yep. don't. And then, but, you, uh, but you do. 
But I do. Yeah. But Maggie, you're listening? Yeah. yeah we need a third car. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I read through all that. I said, well, that's well within that's well within my budget. Yeah. This is something I could definitely do and yeah. it'd be fine. Yeah. So yeah, spoke to you and said, got 20 grand in the bank, five-ish from the insurance company. I want to put down a 20% deposit on this 40 grand car and get the rest out as, you know, in some form of finance or sure. a car loan or something like that. Yeah. And I thought once you were chatting to me. Oh, yes, you are right. Yeah. We then changed it. And I think when we chatted on text message, it was 40 grand. Sorry, then we yep. caught up. He started to think and we got the car purchase price down to 20,000-ish. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. initially I was looking at 40. Yes, that's and right. And I was like, look, I can do 40. And then obviously, if I can do 40, I could do 20 as well. And yeah. that'd be half as easy or sorry, half as hard. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, get, said, yeah, yeah, to the dilemma, twenty, we'll call it 25 grand in cash and want then to buy a $20,000 car mm-hmm. and still buy, save for a house. Mm-hmm. So, we know for every $10,000 of personal loan debt, roughly about $40,000 of mortgage, um, I guess, borrowing power is taken off you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the wash up, Asher said to me, what should I do? I said, I would rather you go and pay for a 20 grand car with cash. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they can bank some serious money every month yeah, now. and just catch up again. And then just pump that. And so, that was kind of what I said because it just it's cleaner, yep. needed a new car, get something good, and then start again. Mm. So, we don't have to get car loans and all that. And what did you end up doing? And talk us through. So, I, I kind of said, you know, cash can only bring pain. Mm-hmm. What pain did you experience? Um. I guess to sort of take it up a level. So, like I said, I'm a car person. Yeah. I want to spend as much money as I possibly can yep. on cars. If I had the choice between living in a nice house and owning a nice car, it would be a nice car. Yeah. Thankfully, I have somebody who's a lot smarter than me that's married to me. Yeah. <laughs> who lets me see, you know, how I'm being a bit stupid. Yeah. Um, but from her side, because it's obviously a joint decision as well, from her side, it was, you know, I want you to be able to enjoy the things you enjoy and get what you want. So, I was like... Oh, great. 40 Excellent. grand car, see Perfect. you later. Yeah. And then I, I'm guessing that at this point I've grown up a little bit. I realized, well, maybe I should get something a bit cheaper, especially after speaking with Glenn. And I guess the penny that dropped was not so much the fact that having consumer debt or 10 grand on consumer debt mm. um, decreases your borrowing power by 40 grand. That mm. was sort of like, That's oh. kind of a boring stat. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, that'd suck, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, it doesn't really suck because I'm not going for a loan. Yeah. What really did it was that feeling of actually owning a car and not having to worry about those payments coming Mm -hmm. out Mm. each month and knowing that as soon as I buy the car, it's bought. Yeah. So I was looking at 20 grand cars. Yeah. I considered a few and I went, "Mm, you know what? I could probably do a lot better than 20. Looking at 15. Yeah. Thought I could do better than 15 and I ended up buying a car that cost considerably less. How much did you spend? Uh, Well, they wanted 7,500 for it, which I wasn't having a bar of. (laughs) So... I haggled with a haggle with old mate and yeah. uh, six thousand eight hundred dollars. Oh, wow. well done! Nice, and it's a fun car, little fun car. Well, yeah, that's the main thing. I was able to maintain my promise of never driving a boring car. Yeah, even though it may not suit me entirely. Yeah, but that's fine. And the thing is, it's like when I talk to people about goals and financial planning, it's like what can you do to scratch the itch? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was coaching a couple uh, last year, and. 
it was basically, oh, we're selling the house, we're debt-free and we're going to buy a new one or renovate. And we worked out that the itch was like, I just need to do something and, you know, I like being creative. Mm. Instead of upping the house and, you know, getting into debt again, we just renovated the old bathroom for 10 grand Mm -hmm. and it was the same effect as... Yep, they got the same out of it, yeah. The same itch was scratched. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with me. So, whether it be cars, I'm interested in, you know, musical instruments and watches and whatever. Yeah. And every now and again, I get that itch where I'm Mm. like, oh, I'd like to buy this, I'd like to buy that. Yeah. And... I think, yeah, what you said, you got to scratch that itch, sort of really resonated because it's like, all I want is a new car. I don't it's want a fun. New, I don't want a, a new car. I don't yeah. want a 40 grand car, a 20 grand car. Yeah. I just want something that I can say, here's what I just bought and yeah. it's new to me. And you yeah. own it. And I own it. Yeah. yeah better. And what type of car is it? Uh, it's a 2003 oh. Mini Cooper oh, S. Perfect. Which yeah. is the supercharged 1.6, six speed oh. for you guys out there. Oh, wow. Yes. Do they have them in uh, Africa? <laughs> Um, maybe the ones from the seventies and eighties. Sure. I mean, if depends on what part of Africa. So, South Africa, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the cool thing is, you guys now own both cars. Yep. And you've still got a whole chunk of cash in the bank to yep. get that house deposit, mm-hmm. and you don't have any consumer debt. Well, yeah, exactly. So, you know, well, a long time ago, you helped Maggie and I get out of a consumer debt sort of cycle. Yeah. And when you said, well, do you really want to be back in debt? I was so used to not having it. Yeah. And not yeah, having that money coming out. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah, it scared but, me into submission. Also, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want it. The pain of writing a transfer or whatever of 20 grand. Yep. Like, yeah. And then having your savings yeah, go, go back down to five grand or something. That was the fear. When I looked at my bank account, I'm like, I'm like it's not going to be that big and it'll probably be that big for a while. Yeah. yeah. I don't really deal with that. Yeah. yeah. So at the end, and there's not. a billion uh, articles online um, called like the psychology of spending just google psychology of cash purchases psychology of spending or whatever they've actually done like MRIs a live MRI and looked at the pain centers of people's brains and stop playing with my foot sorry I'm trying, slash, I'm trying slash to... no I mean just stop playing with my foot and take your leg higher yeah, oh, yeah. okay well, um, I'm trying to send you a message yeah. are you free after this yeah <laughs> I might just go um and would you they, contribute to my super if I was off sick? Uh, sure. <laughs> hey, you contracted for another four seasons of voiceovers, so we've got to get on. I understand. Um, yes, master. Um, yeah. And they said, imagine paying for something with cash mm-hmm. and imagine paying with like a credit card yep. or plastic. And the pain centers of the brain were like triggering mm. with the thoughts of paying with cash. cash. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it felt like. Like mm. when you sort of, I guess brought it to my attention mm. because I sort of had tunnel vision. I was like, yeah. I can spend 40 grand on a car. So I'm going to look at 40 grand cars or 45 grand cars because mm. they'll take five grand off for me. Why not? I've got yeah. 40 grand cash. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then once you said that, yeah, it was, it was almost, I wouldn't say it was, but it was almost a physical sensation of, can I really do without that? Like, yeah. Can I really do this? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, a bit of a lesson out there. Mm-hmm. Um, what is in your life? that you need to scratch the itch with. So what we're moving on to now is a little segment called What the Hell is That? I've got some acronyms that are common financial acronyms and we're going to do a bit of a quiz and learn what the acronyms are. Well, there you go. So we'll start with something easy, something, you know, a bit of a low ball. Um, P-A-Y-G. Pay as, as you, go. you go. Yeah, and what yeah. is that? Tax. For? 
businesses? Mm, no. No? I don't know. If you're an employee, um, you get a PAYG payment summary, basically. So you're... you're once you're, known as a group certificate. Once known as a group certificate. Ah. So if you're, um, if you're writing an email to an accountant, you might say, hey, I'm a PAYG, can you do my tax return? Right. So they just, it's basically an employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ATO, another low ball. <laughs> Australian Tennis Organization. <laughs> you are correct. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, the ATO, that's the Australian Tax Office. Taxation Office. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. Oh. Ooh. Bonus point. What is net worth, Aaron? We've net. talked about this on the show before. Have we? Yeah, a net worth. Depends on the size, doesn't it? No. So if no, someone did said... You get, do you, you understand the joke? No. I What's don't. a net worth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a fishing net. <laughs> I was thinking like a net like the person. Yeah. What's a net worth? Yeah. Oh, a net. A net. Oh, oh well, yeah. Net worth. What? How do you calculate somebody's net worth? I have no idea. Is it like... Annual income plus owned assets? No. So, you know how they say, I've got a million dollars net worth. Yep. That means the net of your total assets. So, if you had a house worth a million dollars. Oh, like less your debt. Less your debt. Yep. Equals 500,000. And that's all you owned. If you sold everything and cashed it in, that's your net worth. Oh, yep. So. Like your net income. So no, if, it's not income. No, well, but like yeah. net yes. is in the After. same. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, if I calculated the cost of all the things I owned and lest it by my consumer debt, yes. that would be my net worth. Well, it's funny. Dirty Mike, who's been on the show, I used to joke with him to, and he was like, I'm like, you've got a negative net worth. Even like your super and everything. <laughs> He's worth minus. It's in the Forbes negative 100. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. The poorest people in Australia. <laughs> no, Dirty Mike's doing good and we're going to get him back on the show. Um, He's a lovely man. He is. Um, what is a creditor? Somebody who... You owe money to. No, that's a debtor. So, a creditor would be somebody Someone who, who owes loans you money. You money. Someone credit. you owe money to. Oh, really? Is that not what I said? Yeah, it is what you said. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. What's a debtor then? Somebody who you owe money. That's the same thing. That's... <laughs> Sorry. Somebody I'm... who owes you money. Sorry, a creditor is someone that you owe money Mm -hmm. to and a debtor is someone that owes money to you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, That's not an acronym. No, it's not. But it's kind of a a term. Or is it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What does it mean if your salary is garnished? It's taken to fulfill a debt. Yeah. So, for example... By a court order? Yes. So, if you got sued... Yeah. And if you hear of garnishment or garnish... Garnishy? Yeah. Garnishy? Yeah. yeah. Um, The court can mandate that before your employer pays you the $1,000 a week, they've got got to take $200 out of that and your wage is garnished. Mm. So... That's weird because when you think of a garnish, you think of like a little bit of extra on top. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. So, the garnish is a little bit of extra taken. Wow. I guess it's a little bit extra on top for the person who's taking the money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a weird one, and it's it's not said much, but I use it sometimes. Um, a lien, L-I-E-N. It's where you hold something over someone. Yes. 
so, like lien on a file or a a mortgage. So yeah. if you bought a car, for example, as you know, ten grand, and you had a loan of five grand, the bank might have a lien over that car. It's encumbered. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just it's weird they wouldn't use another word. Well, that's the word. Lien. Like strong arm. <laughs> or blackmail. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word, though. I guess it's less sort of cordial. Yeah. Uh, what is CPI? Consumer Price Index. Yeah. And how do they calculate CPI? Oh, they add all those weird numbers up. Yeah, so what they do, they look at, so I'll make it really... The increase in prices across... Yeah, the inflation, different. right? Inflation, inflation yeah. yeah. So when they say inflation has been 2% this year, they'll look at like the average groceries and fuel prices. And, Sorry. Uh, you've been taking sips out of that and it's empty. It's Big empty sips. now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you mean you know? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't... I mean... Are you problems... What do you mean you know? <laughs> are your problems gone yet? I think they're just starting. Oh, <laughs> uh, can we talk about my feelings now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they look at like grocery prices and different rent and everything like that. Mm. And then the next year they look at the same thing and see if it's increased or not. So that's called inflation. So mm-hmm. the price of a, a Macca's medium meal might have been $5 15 years ago. It's inflated now to $10. A million dollars. <laughs> Medium cheeseburger meal? Yeah. Um, it's like $9, isn't it? I don't it? actually know. Yeah. I can't. Well, like a Happy Meal is now like nearly $9. Wow. You guys yeah. could maybe confirm. Were Happy Meals at some point two ninety five? Yeah, like I'm positive. when I, Like it we're, always shocks me when I buy them for my kids. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm paying $9 for this. Like in my head, they're still like four bucks. Because I, I can remember the, the figure two ninety five in McDonald's from yeah. somewhere as a child. Yeah, two ninety five Happy Meal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. We've come yeah. a long way, haven't we? Oh, we have. There's some general terms. Investing. What's the ASX? You might have heard Australian of Australian Stock Exchange. Exchange. Well, I believe it's the Australian Securities Exchange. Oh. Securities. Mm. Hmm. That was going to be the second thing I said. <laughs> so that's basically same, same. where all the shares are traded in Australia. Mm-hmm. Why is there a 200 after it? Yes. So the ASX 200, that's on my list. Oh, sorry. It's an index of the top 200 companies. Yep. So when they say on the news, uh, it's a weighted index. So they'll say on the news, the ASX 200 did two points today or whatever. So they're not referring to the <coughs> securities exchange as a whole. They're no, only just looking the top at 200, 200 to an index within the ASX. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So right. when you look at the ASX 200 or the All Lords, which is the top 500, um, you will see it's a good general vibe as of what to the what market the did. entire market's yeah. doing. Can I just say this sure. is very valuable because yeah. I've been, I haven't been watching the news for twenty-seven years, but I've had access to it, and whenever that screen pops up, I feel like I should know what they're talking about. Yeah, like you know, the Nikkei did this, the Hang Seng did this, the FTSE did this, and. I feel like I just have to watch it and sort of nod my head. And yeah, be like, and be oh, like, yeah, no, I tell incredible. You. Yeah, gold prices. Red is red is down. Green yep. is bad, and yep. that's a, that's yeah, that's, yep. that's amazing. Yeah, and BHP, which is the big Broken Hill Prospecting, correct? Co, which is the big company, and you recently did a trip to Broken Hill. I did. Yes, yes. Uh, I was hired by BHP recently yes. to uh, do a survey of. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was just there for a holiday, if you can call it that. Um. The cool thing is, well, it's this is what like it's a problem with the Australian Stock Exchange. BHP represents like twelve percent 
of the whole stock exchange. Oh, wow. So, if BHP has a good day... The whole thing has a good day. Basically. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So No pressure. Uh, the S&P 500 is the Standard & Poor's 500, which is the American stock exchange. Right. I had no idea. So, that the S&P 500 is the index for the American stock exchange. Mm-hmm. So, on the news, when they say S&P 500, that's the American index. Um. Does anyone know what a cost base means? Cost base. Cost base. I feel like I should. Can you give me a clue? Um, it's what you purchase something for. Mm. So, for example, Asher buys his new house for five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, where? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Broken Hill. It's a mansion, an estate. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, you pay $500. Well, well, we'll use an example. I'm buying an apartment in Brisbane as an investment property. It's $500,000. Mm-hmm. Three years' time, it's worth $600,000. That $600,000 $600, property has a cost base of $500,000. Oh, yeah. Because that's my purchase price. So, it's essentially the original purchase price. Yes. Of any asset. Asset or anything. Yeah. Or any item, really. Mm -hmm. Now, we'll move. We'll use the cost base and move into the capital gain. That Mm -hmm. same example, the capital gain is that one hundred thousand dollars, which is the difference. Or if it decreased in value, the capital loss. Mm -hmm. God, this is this is science. This is almost too easy. Is it? Do you know how long I've gone through my life pretending to understand what this stuff means? Really? Like capital gains. I'm like, oh, wow. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Yeah, like Ash is like at a a, uh, a whiskey and cigar bar with his smoker jacket on and laughing with the gents and they're, t- <laughs> and they're talking around the cost base and capital gains. So, wait, gain. a capital gains tax, which I've yes. heard before. Yeah, it's the, yeah, tax, no on it's the tax on gain, that capital gain. On yes. that 100,000. Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> well, spank me sideways. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. So talk to you afterwards. Yeah, oh <laughs> can't park. Ten minutes. <laughs> so, for example, this all flows in well. So, if we've got a cost base of five hundred thousand um, dollars, and in twelve months' time the investment property is worth six hundred thousand dollars, we've got a capital gain because it's the capital of one hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Now, if we've held the property for over twelve months, and there's a couple of ways to get a capital gains tax discount, but the main one is having the property for 12 months, over 12 months, then selling the property, that capital gain of uh, 100000 if we use the discount method, they will let you discount the gain by 50%. 50%. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. the capital gains tax law is a big deal with uh, the leader of the, of the opposition and the opposition Labor Party at the moment. They basically want to... St- mess with the capital gains tax discount. So, instead of having $50,000 discounted Mm -hmm. or 50%, they want to drop that down to 25%. Yeah, right. So, So you're paying on on 75% of your gain. Yeah. Yeah. So, the gain, if you earn 50 grand a year Mm -hmm. and you've got $50,000 of gain because you don't have to get taxed on the whole 100,000 that $50,000 gain would be added to your taxable income and they'll tax you like you earned $100,000. Mm. Right. Does that make sense? And so, does that happen for every property owner? Every asset. Oh. So, shares, property. So, if I, I purchased a house next week, Not for all example, property. No, no, not all property. Not your principal residence. 
Oh, yeah. so investment properties only. Yes. Yeah. So, what builders do, they might build a home, mm-hmm. um, they buy a house, live in it over the 12 months, renovate it and build it. Mm-hmm. After 12 months, sell it for 100 grand more, but they don't have to pay tax because it's their principal residence. So, it's a way that people can game that system because you don't pay capital gains tax on the house that you live in mm. and own. So, if you know a builder out there that seems to be moving a lot... Yeah, that's why. Now you know yeah, why. Basically. Mm. Not breaking the law. No. Oh, no, obviously not. No. Um, You've just clarified so many arguments and so many... Questions about life. Oh. Um, do you want me to keep going, Asher? Yes, Say more. Uh, more? <laughs> more? More? <laughs> do I want to say it? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so, is that clear on... Just because I need to make sure that you understand what I said... Oh, it's crystal clear. Yeah, mm. sweet. And if, yep. so, if you need to repeat that, just rewind it um, and listen I, to I it guess, again. Yeah, in summary, capital gains is... Oh, okay, just rewind it. I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, what about you sense. explain it now to somebody, what capital gains tax is and how is it taxed? So, a capital gain yep. can only... A capital gain can only occur... Well, okay, I'll start again. Thanks. A capital... <laughs> a capital gain... Um, is the what something is currently worth versus what it was worth when you bought it. The cost base. Yes. yes. So the cost base, let's say I bought a car for $5,000. Yes. The cost base is then $5,000. Yes. If, for example, for some reason, that car was then worth $10,000, Yes. then the capital gain on that would be $5,000. Yes. Because uh, cost base $5,000, eventually it cost ten. Yes. The capital gains was $5,000. Yes. Now, capital gains tax is what you are taxed on that $5,000 that you've gained. You, that you gained. Yes. A capital gains tax, however, can only be, I guess, uh, is it put against you or requested of you or taken from you if... Well, you've always got to pay capital gains tax on an investment asset. On an investment asset, I was going to say. Yes, so, not on a car. So, you... if we're talking about a residence, for example, or an a investment house, property, an investment yes. property yep. it's not where you live or spend most of your time. It is an investment property. Yes. So, you are taxed based on that. Yes. But, 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 if you sell, sorry, if you are, if you own that property for 12 months or longer, then you can have that capital gains tax reduced by 50%. The discount method. Yes. Through the discount method. Yes. So, and then the half of the gain goes on your taxable income. Right. Yep. And that's how it's taxed. So if I earned fifty grand a year and I was And you sold a property with a hundred and fifty thousand dollar gain, half of that seventy five thousand would dump straight on top of that fifty grand. And it would be as if I earned 125 for that full year. Yep. Yep, that's how they do it. Well, if you need any more financial advice, I'm more than prepared (laughs) to Just reach out to Asha. Yeah. Yeah. So we what I'll do, because we might continue Not gonna quiz me, are you? the acronyms, okay. I'll just go through a couple of basic banking ones and we might call it a, a night because, you know, it's pretty late. Do we know what um, an interest-only loan is? Yes. What's that, Erin? It's where you only pay back the interest on the loan. You're not chipping away at the principal. That's correct. You can do that? Yes. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Well, I guess nobody wants to. No. Well, so for example, one of the strategies was I'll buy an investment property, mm-hmm. you know, the townhouse in Bris Vegas, north of Brizzy, mm-hmm. 500,000. I will set the loan up on interest only. So each year I'm only paying the 5% interest, for example, 
and each year the loan's always worth $500,000. Yep. Okay. I'm not paying the principal and interest, so the loan amount would we'll be going down. Would never decrease, yeah. Yeah. So, and the, why people do that as their strategy is hoping that the value of the property grows to a million dollars and then they still only owe 500000 So, they sell it for a million and, and pocket then, the 500 Yes. And what it does, it stops them tying up their cash flow, mm-hmm. having to pay extra money. So, for example, if it was a $500,000 loan and it was interest only and you were paying twenty five grand a year, that's cheaper than doing the principal and interest, which mm. might be thirty two grand a year, for mm. example. So, you're not tying up as much cash. I'm glad you explained that because initially it just sounds like a stupid idea. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why wouldn't I want to pay the loan off? Well, yeah. interestingly enough, now, because APRA's tapped, tapped the banks on the shoulders, the interest rate is higher for interest only because they wanted to slow down the property investing market. Mm. Now, my homes, I pay principal and interest. We might finish this uh, <laughs> acronym lesson another time. I okay. think we did pretty well. Yeah, because I've got another three pages. Oh, we're, Jesus. we're never going to get through. Um, yeah, we've got a super section, a property section. Um, oh my god, I need I need to know this stuff. I think. Yeah, I feel like a child. You are. We should have a quiz. Okay, I feel like a five year old at university. What is the ASX two hundred? The ASX two hundred is the index of the top two hundred companies on the Australian Securities Exchange. Oh my god! Well done, you. Yes. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to read a couple of reviews. And if you want to maybe read one, Asher. Uh, So, this one here is five stars from Jess674. Yeah. We've got, as a heading, a podcast with personality. Hey. Loving the podcast, exclamation mark. It makes educating yourself about personal finance feel like a fun conversation with some friends rather than a daunting task. My confidence to manage and grow my own finances and understand all the technical lingo that goes along with it has skyrocketed after spending a few months listening to these three gems. And we apologize for you having to listen for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, you guys got there in the end. Yeah, that's right. Keep up the great work. Keep up the great work, exclamation mark. That's Jess674 from Australia. (laughs) Have you got another one there, Asher? Uh, I do. Funnily enough, another five-star one. What I find curious, Glenn, is that there's nothing other than five stars Mm. on my list to read. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it's interesting because I'm like, this isn't actually fun anymore. We've got everyone to do like good listeners to give us five stars and we've got nothing funny. funny. But I've got an Instagram message I can read out. Oh, yes, please. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, do you want me to go for this next one? Yes. All right. Uh, another five star from Piogege. Uh, I'm so I, glad you had that one and not me. Sorry if I butchered that. I don't that. know how to pronounce yeah. it. Uh, I believe it's from uh, a Latvian. I believe it's a Latvian <laughs> word. Anyway. Uh, best podcast on money management. Love this podcast. It's such an entertaining one on money management. Glenn makes money great again. Have we got a trumper there? <laughs> so, yeah, there's two things about that. <laughs> yeah. It's just Glenn. <laughs> And there is a reference to Trump's campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one he won. Of the, one of those things. <laughs> he won. Are good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> one of those things. So, Trump, obviously. 
Anyway, Erin. Okay, come Jacob on. We, Johansson. We don't want it to Love go it. downhill any further. Informative and helpful podcast. The information given out on the podcast and the Instagram page have really helped me highlight and change behaviours and mindsets which are detrimental to me financially. It's lighthearted and funny, making somewhat dry aspects of money and finance discussions enjoyable. Cool. And John 4x4. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast. I've been listening for the past three months and I think the podcast is excellent. Don't change a thing. Keep the good stuff coming. Yeah, we will. Thanks for those lovely reviews. And if you would like to leave a good five star, um, we would very much appreciate that on Apple. And so the other day, I actually showed Asher this. I've just learned now. Just anyone, before you do this, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But you are aware that obviously somebody that is following you and commenting about the content will most likely hear this. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Right. Uh, I'm not going to say their name, but I will say they stopped following us on Instagram. Oh. So, I think the horse has bolted. Really? Yeah. Anyway, this person, she replied to a story and she's like, also, please stop with the mundane shit talk in the episodes. Everyone hates it, oh, including those four reviews. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, you just fit in a bit of waffle on the topic people want to hear about. Hilarious. Um, anyway, and I said, seriously, the overwhelming majority of people like the banter, so not, quote, everyone. Um, this is why we are starting My Millennium Money Express, which will have no banter. And it's infotainment, so it might not be for you. Thanks for the feedback. Any response? Uh and I, I basically said, also, can you tell me what episode uh, you're up to and what you're listening to? Oh, I've only listened to a, a random episode uh, and it's a bit light on content. But hey, worth a shot. Certainly a lack of info out there. Oh. So. It sounds like they weren't expecting a response. Well, and this is what I've learned. Like, I think now when people reply to me with negative comments or criticism, I'll just, and I like to reply, thanks for the feedback. We can't please everybody. Yeah. So, anyway, it happened again the other day. Same person. You know how we put up that um, thing about the spouse? Should a spouse yep. contribute to super? Super, yeah. So, I used the leave. example, which was an actual question from a listener. Uh, a wife, she was going on maternity leave. She wanted to know if the husband should pay. Anyway, she wrote, far out, you've got some problems here. One, not everyone is hetero. Two, not oh, everyone wow. is married who have babies. Three, men are primary caregivers too, not just women. I just wrote This really back. doesn't relate to the oh, I know. question at I, all. And I just wrote back, the question was from a lady who wanted to know if her husband should contribute. I agree with your three points. Well, well. Kind of glad that person's gone as a follower. Yeah. I mean, TBH. we can't be all things to all people, but... Um, I don't think we want to be anything to that person. No. And... Glenn, how dare you not produce exactly what I want for your free content? <laughs> Do you know how much this costs me? Absolutely nothing. I know. Therefore, please bow and to my every whim. I have the option to stop listening at any time. Yes, exactly. So, uh, but if you are still listening, uh, we really appreciate uh, your perseverance. And, um, <laughs> perseverance. It's another way of saying perseverance. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're listening to this right now, the episode that you'll hear next week, it will be with Vince Scully. He's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a couple of episodes next Tuesday. You won't be here, Aaron, because I don't know why. I'll be at work. You'll be at work? Yes. And Jobs, um, Glenn. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what are they? J-O-B-Z. B-Z. Yes. 
Um, so funny. You know how people say to you like, oh, how you been? Been busy? I always go, no. <laughs> but it's just so awkward because no, I, I don't like lying. It's like, oh, no. Whenever somebody asks me that, I always just think, do you really care? Yeah. It's what, if so I, sh- what if I was holding And so you, you kind of just answer it to be polite, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Norms. Like people go, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. That's why I don't, really, better. Ask, I don't mm. really ask people anymore you yeah. know, you know, what they've been up to. Mm. I don't really care. Mm. No. Sorry. Sorry. No offense. <laughs> all right, gangsters. Thank you. Peace Remember, um, jump on Instagram at My Millennial Money. Um, join our Facebook group. And if you're kind enough, give us a little five rating. Star five star shout out. And don't forget to, um, and I have to get you to do a voiceover for My Millennium Money Express. Actually, I think you've I already done did one. some. You did. Yeah, yep. I did some grabs already. Um, and if you've got any ideas for like some grabs for Asher to say, send them through. Yes, yeah, so I will literally say anything on public record. Yeah. Yep. We've got well, no standards here. No. I will say anything. <laughs> I will say anything. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. And uh, we will talk soon. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Hi, Mum. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears. Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter, Project Limited, trading a sort your money out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. We will talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I love you. Love you. Hi, Mum. Oh, that's cute. How's this? Lauren, do you see the Instagram I saw story that. the other Doesn't, day? Has never has listened. Has not listened. Ever. To one episode. My sister. Really? Yeah, dead to me. Disgusting. Absolutely Terrible. disgusting. I think she's like probably pretty busy. No offense. Mm, big deal. We're all busy, except for Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big exactly. Deal. I've got three kids and a job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't put a few things in your ears and just have a listen for 20 minutes? Come on. You know what? She probably just cops so much shit from the kids all day every day. This is the last thing she needs. Yeah, true. But anyway. What? Is it similar to whinging children? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I said whinging. I don't, whinging. I don't know these children. Uh, They're I beautiful. I checking. I didn't forget anything. Sweet. All right. Laters. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh. That was good. Nine o'clock, time for bed. Oh, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Slash, I'll probably be in bed at 12.30. <laughs> Why did my boss call me? Um, I'm just thinking inside my head. I edit these. The best place. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Ooh, I'm aware. <laughs> Is it really hot in here? No. I'm just all... I'm drinking a, is that hot? Yeah, I'm drinking a hot well, drink. <laughs> you need a nice, refreshing six-string brewing co. Oh. Yeah, so, Asha, you're drinking. Um, what are you drinking? 
Uh, it's chamomile tea. <laughs> looks interesting. From a can. From so, a can. Okay, so you've and got these. It, yeah, go you, on. You've got this big can. It's like the size of a monster. It's an alcoholic <laughs> it's beverage. I've never had it. <laughs> you haven't like, had monster just before? The cans. No, it rocks you. It rots your teeth. Well, sugar does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Do you want to? You sure you want me here? <laughs> Probably not exclusive just to yeah, monster. The jury's I'd back. say any drink it... out of a can. Yeah. So yes, I do have a large can in front of me. Yeah. So what? What the hell is it? It's beer. Yeah. Uh, it's what's called. What's called? Yeah. It's what's. I did it again. Yeah. It's what is called a New England IPA. Right. Or NEPA, as we say, any IPA. Right. It's a type of beer that's usually uh, high in alcohol. Right. That's not why I drink it. Right. It, it's just, <laughs> you, dr- you don't just sign high in alcohol. You drink it to get rid of your problem. It just so- right? <laughs> Quicker. <laughs> it just so happens I prefer the beers with higher alcohol. And you're right, there may be a more deep-seated issue there. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that today. Yeah. Um, and it's got passion fruit, orange, and guava juice wow. in it. And Affectionately known as Pog Juice. Pog Juice. Yeah. Alf's back in Pog form. Wow. And um, it was $35 for four. Yes. Wow. Hey, <laughs> interesting. Did anyone see the photo I put up on My Millennial Money today of the coffee? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. For everyone who didn't see that photo, I was in the city, Surrey Hills in Sydney, and I was at the coffee lab reformatory or whatever it's called. Some, is that what it's called? Oh, uh, hang on. Reformatory. It sounds like a place with Pilates. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even sound like a word. Um, no, hang on. The ref- oh, no, 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 no. The, <laughs> the reformatory um, caffeine lab. Right. Anyway, so they've got all these coffees and they're like, all right, because it's really hard to get a good filter coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they had these coffees and they're like, yeah, these... I'll tell you the price is like, yeah, they're, they're $7, those ones, and that's 13 And I'm like, what is that one? And he's like, oh, they're $30. $30 a cup? Uh, yeah. Okay. And they're obviously special beans. that, And they say, oh, how would, what temperature would you like it? And special I'm like, beans. I've heard this story before. Yeah. <laughs> big, big bean stalk to the sky, perhaps. Exactly. And um, they said, what is, what's the temperature that you want it brewed at? So they like, so it's ten to one. I'm thinking I'll get a quick coffee because I was meeting someone at one fifty. Probably the wrong place for that. No. Yeah, freaking ten past one. They're still freaking out the back singing kumbaya to it and like getting it sorted. And I'm like, I gotta go. So they brought it out and um, they did it at like sixty two degrees for me or something like that. Was that at your request? Yeah, at your yeah. specific. How did yeah. you get to that number? Yeah, I was just about oh, I, to I, I, yeah, yeah, it was funny because I um I overheard him asking another customer, "What temperature do you want?" Because you and didn't know the answer. No, I didn't did know the answer. <laughs> when you said it, did you say it like like well, of course sixty four degrees? Yeah, I'm like, well, why are you even asking anyway, this? So the guy's like, "Oh, I usually like mine at about sixty two. And I messaged Chris Gleason from Glee Coffee. I'm like. Freaking, what temperature is the ideal for, like, a, a filter pour-over? Anyway, typical Gleason style, never replies to, like, five <laughs> hours later. And Moment's gone. Yeah. Anyway, but I overheard the guy making it say, um, oh, yeah, I usually like mine at about 51, 52. I'm like, oh, 61, well, like, 62. Honestly, what's with the two and the ones? <sighs> well, it's you clearly haven't been to a reformatory Caffeine lab? No, clearly not. Um, I guess boiling water isn't 99 degrees. It's 100 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> you. I guess. Yeah. I mean, 
No one can confirm it. No. It's like a flat earth theory. No. And um, so anyway, the hilarious thing, it's seriously like 10 past one. And I'm like, I've just ordered this $30 coffee that I wanted to have here and enjoy, you know. At 62 degrees. At 62 degrees. And <laughs> I'm just like, had a sip. I'm like, that's really nice. Can I get a cup to go? Made them oh pour it into the go cup, and they must think, "Oh, this guy's a dickhead." Like, doesn't um, <laughs> doesn't enjoy the doesn't, experience. Doesn't respect the coffee. Of his thirty dollars coffee. Yeah, it's like it. going to a vineyard and asking if you can have a straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this red's lovely. Do you have any crazy straws? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so anyway, we're recording this on a Thursday night. Have you had dinner? No. no? Look, I'll be honest with you. Please. I, was- I reckon that's dinner. Well, <laughs> liquid dinner. I was at the bottle shop buying the beer, and you know those salami sticks you see at the counter, and you think, oh, "Who so buys good. those?" Yeah, you. Hello. Yeah, I bought one. <laughs> How's your um, reflux and heartburn going? I'll let you know. Yes, yeah, you'll, you'll probably hear it before I feel it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or smell it. <laughs> oh no! No, no, no. Yeah, um, maybe. So, oh, well, that's good. Um, I went to Rache's for dinner. Oh yeah, how'd that work out oh, for you? It's just always a drama, what? isn't it? Where Did is you? It? I tagged you in something from that the other day. Did you read that? No, no. What's Rasho's? I don't yeah, know. Place out the front of Westfield. They just serve everything, and it's really expensive. I generally don't go there because my wife doesn't let us go there. <laughs> <laughs> She's a keeper. So. <laughs> There's a re- it's mainly because no one wears shoes. Yeah. No. Um, it's because she's a school teacher and yeah. she, if she sees kids, oh, she doesn't want to see kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kids yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know how we went there one yeah. time and it was just like, and we went to grill, like everything's an ordeal and they yeah, over service yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm there and I'm like, oh, can I get this? You know, the chicken. And they said, you can have a side. So it's chicken chips and a choice of a side. One of the sides was sweet potato fries. And I said, can I just get the sweet potato fries? Because I don't really need them and chips. Yeah, and just swap it out. Oh, that's $2 extra. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want the eight the ton of normal with. chips. Yeah. She's like, can't do it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Just give me vegetables on the side. But do you know how, like... The- <laughs> I'm just confused because chips are a side. I know, right? So- well, they're just the complimentary yeah. side and then you choose. And you can do all this other stuff. Um, anyway, I... Um, you know how, like, grilled, they over-service you and it's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't find that over-service. I find they give you table away. Yeah, that. But so I'm like eating. Anyway, they can't. And I, you know, there's 14-year-old people working, so mm. I kind of get it. I'm, I want fine dining at Westfield and it's just not happening. So <laughs> Rache's probably isn't the place to go for anyway, fine dining. So like I'm eating. You know how you've got your mouth full and they come up, oh, how's everything? And I'm like, mm. and I'm like, oh, good. And then she's like, can I get you anything? I'm like, no. And <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, another drink. I'm like, no. She's like, more water. And it's like, actually, really? it's like just treat me like it's chill. And if I go, it's all good, it's all good. Yeah. Don't well, the next question, questions. why don't you want <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then like, I'm basically, I had my laptop because I was a bit early um, and I was working away and um, they, you know, it's like, you're clearly still going. And the cutlery's out, and they come, oh, you, you can we take that? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's like this. Yeah, it's like it's at the angle. Yeah, that's it's right. It's not parallel. Yeah, this could be a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. <sighs> it was an ordeal. So disgusting. Mm, disgusting. Anyway. Did you leave feedback? He's got such problems. No. Did you leave a review? No. 
if you could, would it be a five-star review? It'd probably be a, a solid one, three. A three-star yeah. review. I'm not like the M3 reviewers <laughs> where it's a one or a five. Yeah, there's not much in between, is no. there? But, um, yep. So, I'm just going to, I'm really hot. My ears are getting hot. I yeah. think that's normal. Oh, don't look at the ear cups. Sorry? Nothing. <laughs> oh, I never wear them anyway. <laughs> Sorry, John. Where is John? Uh, Noosa. Just getting back from Noosa today. Okay. But we had to do this because we don't have an episode for Tuesday. All right. I was going to turn this up for two minutes. Um, yeah, that some people that write those reviews, it's so ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Because it's, like, it's like I'm getting something for free. Which I don't have which to I listen don't agree to. with, and I yeah. don't have to listen to, but I'll have a problem with it. But I'll have a go. Yeah, yeah. It's just unbelievable. And that's what I said to because you can't be like, get stuffed because who knows who they are and they could, you know. But you noticed the you. first time when she gave feedback, yeah. you responded and you responded, you know, diplomatically, diplomatically yeah. and courteously. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, I just think it's not enough content. Yeah. And that could have been what she said the first time, but instead, because a lot of people are like, oh, they either won't write back to me mm. because it's the internet. I can say what I want, yeah, mm. exactly. and they're like, ah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, clearly you haven't heard the episodes that John and I did on insurance that went for an hour. That was just subject, just matter. information. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's just funny. Um, I think people look for a reason to get angry about stuff anyway, especially yeah. on the internet when they're not don't have something else to be doing. Yeah, well, it was funny as well because that person who had a problem with me buying the kettle. It was I like, can't that. <laughs> I'm not frugal and she'd been at uni and oh, she's, she's just jealous. Nothing. But but it's just like, yeah, you've been at uni living off $2. We just live different lives and it's okay. Yeah. Like, well, the reason I spent $140 on a kettle is because I it's, can. Not my, it's not my last $140. Yeah. No. And, you know, people who spend $140 on kettles are banking jobs that work in that kettle factory. Like it's all... <laughs> Yeah, it's you know all relative, I mean? like, yeah. So it's just um, good choice though. Like I said, oh, wow. oh, it's so good. And I got a. Do you have um, any of their cookware? Yeah, I got a skillet, a little like um, a cast iron one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that'll last you. That'll last longer than you. Seriously, yeah. It's mint. Any feelings on the like cookware? No, <laughs> none, none. <laughs> Sorry about this, guys. It's okay. I'm just hot. I get worked up. Okay. It's a different sort of podcast. Sorry. Do you know what's funny is whenever you search for the podcast in iTunes or something, you just type in my. Yeah, and the first thing is my uh, my dad wrote a porno. Really? Have you listened to that podcast? No. No. So the premise is there's three friends. I believe it's three friends. Yeah. And the main guy, I guess, who sort of runs the podcast and everything, his dad writes erotic novels. Oh. But he did it in secret without anybody wanting to know. Yeah. And so he has like a whole like anthology of erotic novels wow. and they just read them on the podcast and they just make commentary about wow. the novels. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to it. And it's called My Dad, yeah, My Dad Wrote Yeah, a I've seen it. But if you type my and then M, yep. we're the first one. Right. Okay. Because yeah. I, I told someone today um, about your podcast yeah. and I saw them search for it and the first thing they typed in was my and then, yeah, up came My Dad Wrote a Porno. How funny. Maybe it's time for a collaboration. My dad wrote a finance, finance book. book. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's... um. Does the wind noise from that? Yeah, I'll, I'll turn it back down. 
What is the S&P 500, Aaron? The American one of, of what he just said. Uh, so it's the salt and pepper 500? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot what the S&P stood for. but Standard and pause. Standard and pause? Yeah, it's a ratings agency. P-A-U-S-E. Like pause. Uh, P-O-O-R-S. Oh. Pause people. Pause. Like poor people. <laughs> and, um, Not dog pause. What is... Oh, okay. And here's one that we'll finish on. What is a liquid asset? A liquid asset. What is a liquid asset? Money. Mm, yes. Any material that could be uh, turned to liquid, such as silver and gold. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no on that one. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> you've got a, an illiquid asset yep. and liquid asset. Okay. So, let's start. If I had cash in the bank. Yeah. Liquid asset. It's liquid because I could... Get to the ATM tomorrow, get access to it straight away. So it's the house, the, not so liquid. House, not so liquid because if I, if I had a house worth 500000 and I needed 500000 to go to the casino, it would be dependent on it. a third party to, uh, to come along and mm. buy it. So it's not really liquid. It doesn't move fast. So that's where the liquid comes from. Yes. Its ability to move fast. Yes. And this is my... <laughs> Do you want me to have a rant or not? Do I have a rant? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so, you know, like that symbol um, of industry From little funds, things, big things. Industry super fund. Yeah. Right? Yep. I don't like industry super funds because they buy a lot of illiquid assets. Ooh. So, if something does, if you do want to get your super out quickly, they yeah. are able to ensure yeah. that you actually- And I'll give you an example, and I've shared this on another episode, but I'll repeat it again. Before the GFC, and usually illiquid assets- are harder to value because your house value, you don't get your house valued every day, mm. do you? But if you've got a share, yep. you can sell a share and get the money in your bank account within three days. Yep. And it's valued every day, right? So, it's liquid and it's valued every day. Mm-hmm. The super fund I use, every uh, all the funds, it's in liquid. And if I wanted to move it to cash tomorrow, you can. I can do that. The problem, MTAA is a super fund, and before the GFC, they were the best performing super fund in Australia. The reason why, uh, well, I'll, I'll start, at, through the GFC, it got slammed, and basically overnight, it was the worst performing super fund in Australia. Now, the reason why they have a lot of illiquid assets, and I think, don't quote me, I'm paraphrasing just so you can understand the concepts. I think they own shares in the Cross City Tunnel mm. that went bankrupt a couple of times. Mm. Now, how do you know what a tunnel's worth? Mm. I don't go to tunnels.com and get the value of the tunnel every day. So What, what they- a stupid <laughs> thing to invest in. Just well, the idea of valuing a tunnel every day. Yeah. So, <laughs> and tunnels.com. Yeah, yeah so exactly. What do you do for a job? Well, I'm a tunnel valuer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, big Britain. Uh, <laughs> We're really digging deep. <laughs> no, but- it's, Sorry, just it's, before you continue, yeah. GFC, Global Good Fried Chicken. Yes, yes. exactly. Okay. Oh, when I was in um, Nashville for Nick's Bucks Party. Oh, did you have hot chicken? Yeah, but get this, we went to this place, we lined up for two hours. Was it good? It was all right. Oh. What was it called? Oh, I don't know, I forget. Is it... Um, 
It's a lady's name or something. It's an old community joint, right? Yeah, I think so. If you've been to Nashville, you'll know because there's literally a line out the front. We're there for two hours in the sun. Um, anyway, after the GFC, everyone wants to withdraw their money to cash, mm-hmm. right? They finally got the tunnel valued and because each year, each day, they just project how much it's worth. Yep. So, it's almost like a Ponzi scheme, right? And then they revalued it and it's just like, zoop, it's actually worth Nothing. less. So, overnight, that fund was from the best to the worst. But to Aaron's point, it's not a bad investment buying a tunnel or infrastructure assets because they're not going anywhere. Yeah. So, you like Macquarie Bank pretty much own um, Sydney Airport. Yep. A lot of Sydney Airport, for example, I think. Um, because the airport's not going anywhere, is so it? It's going to be no needed. There's no way that it could go anywhere. There's no way it could go anywhere. Mm. So, and people are always going to use it. Yeah. And like private, um, like the M2 tunnel and all that stuff. Um, Transurban, mm-hmm. for example. I don't know if they're the owners. I forget. You can buy shares in Transurban. They own the tunnel. They mm-hmm. own the asset. They're collecting the money. So, not a bad investment. Yeah. But I've still got clients who had investments in their super fund through property funds which are unlisted property funds, and the funds are still frozen from the global financial crisis. They can't withdraw. Still. Oh, still. So, I'm going to go home right now. And, oh, no, I don't have to because I got a professional to help me with it all. Yes, you and do. And I trust their judgment. Yes. Um, I was going to say, you're going to go home and email Tracy Grimshaw Tracy. and get some justice. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can do it. It's, it's her. her. Yeah. It's Trace. Yeah. She's doing a bang up job and she has for the past 30 years. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Tracy, if you're listening, I mean, <laughs> shout out. Well done. Send, well, send, send, it, drop me it, a line. Please. Is it in the TV industry, um, like a current affair today, tonight, you either go there to start your career or end it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where I, she's just like, I'm riding this pony to town. I, this is done. I'm going out. <laughs> I'll think about it. It's like Today, a, tonight, for life. Yeah. It's the sort of job that just finishes as soon as you clock off, right? So yeah. What's on tonight, Shonky Builder? Oh, yeah. 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 I'll just wing it. I don't care. <laughs> Supermarkets <laughs> with frozen veggies. My yeah, favorite exactly. is like fuel prices, supermarket scams, builders, and people ripping off old people. Yep. Oh, number five. Yeah. Number five, the baby formula. Crisis. Oh, oh, they love that one, don't they? The baby formula. Oh, with their I mean, secret footage. I haven't heard of one person going to the supermarket for baby formula and walking out empty-handed, but everyone's upset about it. <laughs> I know. I should go and buy some. It's like, what about our baby formula? Well, go B- buy some. Buy then. some. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't get, get it. like everyone. I must like, be missing something because I just actually don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that they have dodgy stuff in China, but I don't. Th- I don't think I've met an Aussie who hasn't been able to buy some. No, well, honestly, if I was smart enough. I'd be buying it all up and sending it as well. Like, it's money. Yeah. I need money. It's you a need business money. idea. Why not just do Actually, yeah. There uh-huh. we go. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.